Hello, and welcome to the City of Pau Community Podcast. We are very excited today as we have a special guest with us, Mr. Andrew White, the City Manager for the City of Pau. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. This is a really unique opportunity for us as a city to be able to reach out to a different audience, so greatly appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys today. Awesome. Thank you. And if you could, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what led you to Pau, and let's go from there. Yeah, so I think this, in general, the you know the public service field has seen a lot of decline in employment opportunities over the years because you got a lot of people moving out of the field and not that many people coming in. I had a family member who was a town manager where I'm from originally in the Boston, Massachusetts area. So I had really? kind of an opportunity to get a feel for the for the position early on in life. My first job in high school, and I was a parks and rec guy, had a park and really liked that. Went to college after graduation, went to work for the private sector for a little bit, and then I decided I was ready to go back to school and try my hand in public service again. So I went and got my master's in public administration, and then I landed a job in the Hartford, Connecticut area, worked there for just over a year. And, you know, New England's kind of a small place <laughs> in comparison to the rest of the country. There wasn't that many jobs that were opening up. So I, I literally, I was a single guy at the time. And I had a lot of flexibility, so I really canvassed the whole country. And I had three job opportunities in Ohio. And I ended up taking one in the Cleveland area, here on Ohio, it's up on the lake. Absolutely. Cedar Point. And landed there and stuck it out for about 16, 17 years. Did a lot of great things up there with, with a lot of great people. And, you know, now with a family, my kid's getting a little older. We were really thinking about the next move is probably going to be the one that we want to stick with for a while, get the kids through high school and all that. But sure, the Columbus area is such an intriguing and attractive place. And when the Powell position came open, I knew immediately I was going to go for it just because of the, the nature of the community, its proximity to the greater marketplace, the community affluence, the strength of the organization, and the leadership team that they had in place. I really wanted to take a shot at it, and I did. And fortunately for me, you know, I was, I was selected. And, you know, I started April 1st, 2020, which that's a bad day in general to pick for the start date, but uh, I left my job in Huron on March 7th, 2020, and there was a lot of discussion about what was going to be the response to the pandemic flu. Right. Three weeks later, I went to work for the first day, and the building was locked, and no one was there, so it was surreal. Wow. The shutdown had occurred. Yeah, that was going to be my lead-in, was, was what was it like coming into the position and, and running with it, facing the pandemic? No, nothing really prepares you for that in our lifetimes. You know, nothing like this has ever happened. I still kind of forget that it's actually happened a lot of days, but, you know, immediately all of our business, all of the operation that we manage has to be conducted in the light of day. And sure. all of our interactions have to be done in public. And when you have stay-at-home orders and you have limitations on occupancy, we had to figure out real quickly how to turn the gears of local government to be able to go virtual, just not that that easy for a public entity to do in the first place. But we had a lot of good people. We came together. We had to pull legislation. We had to work with the state, and we were able to do that. So it was very surreal in the startup just operating because it was absolutely abnormal. But slowly but surely, things started to come back. You know, people started to figure out the vaccinations, and people were the numbers were going down. But that's going to be the biggest defining impact of the start of this whole operation when I got here was just the, the surreal circumstances we were trying to manage through. Well, let me ask you real quick. You know, I know it's been a short time that you've, you've been with the city of Powell, but I know the, the momentum that you're creating has been great. Sure. It's important to note, pandemic provided us a unique opportunity to take a look internally in a way that I think some of the benefits that have come out of it had the pandemic not been the reality. I don't know that it would have 
provided the same opportunity to really, I, I got to understand the structure of the organization, the people, and a lot of the challenges and opportunities were out there in a way that, you know, when you're operating normally, you just don't have the same amount of time. So right. that was huge for us. And I think the first couple things we looked at was the structure itself, the organization itself. You know, Powell in the last 20 years has gone from a village, literally, to a city. Became a city in 2000 with a population, went from three to 5,000. Mm-hmm. The census has just come out pushing 15, 16,000. That's an enormous amount of influx over that time frame. And, you know, some of the institutions that we had in place were not subject to deal with the operation in the future. So there was a lot of turnover in the, the restructuring of the organization, the establishment of a new community development department, restructuring of the service department, bringing in new people. We, we've got a whole new team just through attrition. I mean, we've lost some really good people, and that's been a challenge. But Overall, it's given us an opportunity to really right-size the organization to be able to move fluidly into the future. Concurrent with that, we were really taking a look at our revenue stream. The city of Powell, like most cities in the state of Ohio, subsidizes most of its operation on the collection of an income tax. Mm-hmm. You know, the median average within central Ohio is 2%. You know, you got some communities at 2.5%. Powell is at 0.75%. And try and really, if you look at our city as a business model, we're competing with other cities that have more than two times greater the income that we do to provide the same level and expectation of service for police, law enforcement, quality of life, parks and recreation. And we struggled. You know, it's really hard to run a business competitively with such a lack of resources. And in May of 2021, the voters approved pretty overwhelmingly a restructuring of the income tax to bring it to 2% but also to realize a tax credit, which is a tax savings for a majority of the population experiencing this, this tax because they're able to write off the taxes that they pay for an income tax to another city. Sure. That's generating between 3 and $4 million of new money for the city to be able to address infrastructure development coordinated with private development, investment in the downtown, and a structurally sound build out of the rest of the organization. That was huge. And Going into the end of 2020, you know, December was a work month because we had to put together all of the legislative documentation to be able to even ask the question of the voters at a special primary election, which we wanted to do for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, if you're not successful, you still would have another shot in the same calendar year to impact the following year. Absolutely. But also with the pandemic and wanting to have an isolated issue, it was nice to be able to have that done in May as a standalone issue. and. It was a lot of work to get there. So the, the last part of the year of 20 and then the, really the first five months of 2021, we spent a lot of time working on that, that tax restructuring. And thankfully, it worked. And next year, we'll start to see that new revenue clip coming in. And the community can expect to see some real tangible new items coming in to improve quality of life. Wow, that's great. Okay, and let's transition into something that I see great value in for the city, which is the the Launch of the Door program, if you could expand on that a little bit. Absolutely. The Designated Outdoor Refreshment Area is a statewide legislative opportunity for municipalities to work through, which essentially allow businesses to expand the delivery of some of their beverages from the property building to the outside area. A lot of communities have designated outdoor areas where people can take drinks and walk around. What Powell had ended up doing in 2019, create legislation that would allow businesses to apply to utilize the DORA. And then the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. and there was a shutdown. When things started to open back up, 
we met with a lot of the business owners and talked about maybe going a different direction, whereby the city would essentially be the applicant for the DORA and have a DORA that would start Wednesday at 4 and just roll right through the weekend and close down Sunday at 10. And that provided a lot of flexibility for the businesses to figure out their own modeling for operating, but also for the customers that are coming into our downtown. You know, you're looking to grab a table for dinner. You can pull in. It's busy. Grab a beer, grab a drink, walk around, hit some of the shops, and do so in a safe manner. So a lot of our businesses were able to expand through the pandemic out outside in an expanded footprint for their table settings. And then having that foot traffic, you can see a volume uptick since this program's gone in place because it was unique. It was one of the first of its kind, and people flocked to Powell. And it's still, to this day, a very successful component of our weekend culture, and I think it's going to be great going forward. I mean, we've had communities from as far away as, you know, the Toledo, Cleveland area come to our DORA and reach out to us to ask, you know, how did this, how did this work? How did you guys do that? But really, the significant change was going away from with all the things, you know, the business had to deal with throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We felt, and council legislatively approved, you know, we'll be the applicant. We're going to open up our downtown, and this is just going to become a component of the experience of downtown Powell. And, you know, it's nice because it's gradual. It's not a frat party during spring break. It's just people kind of come Wednesday through the weekend and just enjoy it. And it's really been a great thing. Yeah, and the ripple effect, obviously, for the businesses has to be great. And, and the foot traffic is up. Let's, let's talk a little bit, if we can, and walk through maybe how the organization is structured and how this aligns with the goals of the communities and city council. Sure. I, I think, first and foremost, you know, most people don't really – know the difference between like a mayor and a council manager form of government but in my position you have seven elected office holders they appoint an administrative head and then they make the policy decisions whether they're then implemented whereas you know in a strong mayor it's slightly different all right and leading from that dora launch and dora program that's that's been so successful with the city so andy what are some of the projects on the horizon for pow now great question Obviously, we're going into the end of the year. We've got a short bench right now with the turnover. We're filling out some of our most important positions. We've got a new finance director coming on at the end of next month, a new clerk of council, which will round out a bunch of hires that we've just done recently, which is going to make us stronger going into the new year. We just delivered, staff just delivered with its consultant, the first of its kind for us, capital improvement program. Over the last several years, the city's done a good job of identifying some projects that were needed. There's been some issues with congestion. You think about the Columbus Zoo and all that traffic that's coming in off of 71 goes right through our four corners of downtown. Sure. So it can be pretty stagnant at times. Back in 2016, the city established a Keep Powell Moving Plan, which called for a number of infrastructure improvements, several of which have been made successfully. But the total price tag for the project at the time was about $38 million. And that was kind of a stifling number with the lack of resources. Some of those projects were shelved. What we just did starting the spring of 2021 is we worked with an outside consultant, an engineering firm to come in, take a look at all of our projects. We started with a list of over 70 and we whittled it down into 20. It's been given to the city council. We'll further refine it, but that's going to become a component of our annual budget adoption every year. So you carry your costs forward for your operation, but you got to take care of the house as well. Sure. And so infrastructure has been called out. And really, I think some of the really important projects we're going to be talking about are identified in that key pile moving plan that have been shelved. We're going to bring them back off the shelf. Wow. And we'll be talking about, you know, several million dollars worth of expenditure items in each of the next five years to try to catch up and make that happen, which I think with the DORA being kind of a hard example of 
what we offer, we need to provide some of the softscapes and move people around better, wayfinding signage, more parking, better parking, better lighting, landscaping, but the road infrastructure, I think that they call out in that plan. Once we put that in the ground, that's going to lead a ripple effect of additional private partnerships because there's so much developable property that could be recycled in our downtown. The city itself, City Hall, sits on 13 acres of property, which is nice green space, but it's underutilized. Sure. And it's in central Ohio. It's in one of the four corners of the city, downtown Powell. There's some ideas that we've been looking at that we might be able to convert that into something that would be more profitable, but also of greater value and use to the public. A lot of that's going to be infrastructure and moving people around. And again, as we create some of these infrastructure connections, we're going to open up space that's going to provide for the opportunity for more amenities, a different level of residential, commercial, good mix use. But there's Powell right now, I just think is a fantastic downtown experience in and of itself. But the thought that we can make that better by expanding in some of these lines, that's really exciting, I think, for the community. And we're going to start doing some of these things next year, planning and implementation. It's really, really exciting. So exciting. And Andy, it looks as though next year you're looking to do a lot more events with the city of Powell. Is that correct? Yes. And I think there's definitely some pent up demand for it. People have been shut down for a while and we're still, you know, meandering our way through all that. The city has a, a traditional basket of programs and offerings that we have through our Parks and Recreation Department. We're going to be looking at ways to breathe new life into some of that programming because there's new opportunities, new partnerships, new connections. This year, when in 2021, when we got the green light to move forward with some of our events, I think we've done a really good job activating the Village Green in particular. We've got a great stage. We've had a number of performances in that, in that downtown Village Green area that we hadn't been able to do before. And it's really kind of complementing that downtown experience. So I think on a short budget and a really short time frame, we put together an excellent slate of services. And I got a lot of really good feedback from our constituents. I think council really enjoyed it. But we're bringing more people to experience that historic downtown Powell feel. And it was done really on a shoestring because we didn't have a lot of time. Going into 2022, we're looking to expand upon that and really have events scheduled for every single month of the entire 12-month year. Wow. Including, you know, some winter events that are, you know, not sure. kind of atypical, but, you know, there's a lot of really cool things that we can do. We've had discussions about, you know, working more with some of our partners, natural partners like the zoo, having that right at the end of 750, just a mile from City Hall. You know, how do we bring that experience into the downtown and, and celebrate the fact that that is part of our community? I think that'll be something that'll be different and interesting in a lot of different events. But just kind of breathing new life into some of these hardscape physical assets that we have, which are really great, but kind of using them differently. And I think next year, there's a strong desire on council and the staff is working hard to deliver upon, you know, bringing people more of a full-scale experience of urban life, you know, downtown city amenities and, and, and entertainment. Wow. And just to speak back a little bit, that DOOR program is phenomenal for access to the events in green in the Village Green and outside of the Village Green. And I think that just from a, a little bit of mental health coming out of a pandemic, giving yeah. people an opportunity to have entertainment and, and for the city to provide entertainment to bring the community together is, is huge and definitely needed. So we applaud you for the vision there and, and bringing that to the city. Oh, well, thank you. And it's a delegated responsibility. And, and I think compliments go out to a whole lot of people to make that happen. There's a lot of work by staff and council had to take a leadership role on testing you know, a whole new concept out as, you know, kind of the guinea pig. And it was a tough deliberation, but they got it right. And I think we're going to reap the benefits for a long time to come. Absolutely. Let's do a little rapid fire just so we can have a little bit more insight into your personality and, and likes if we could. 
Summer or fall? Fall. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beer or wine? Beer. Mornings or evenings? Mornings. Beach or mountains? Beach. Lake or ocean? Ocean. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. The Beatles or the Stones? The Stones. Yankees or Red Sox? Sox, baby. (laughs) Ohio State or anybody? Ohio State. (laughs) I'm in the, the region now. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you very much, Andrew White, the city manager of the city of Powell, and we appreciate your time. Yeah, again, great. Thank you guys, too. This is awesome. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yep, and we look forward to the next City of Powell community podcast, and we will see you guys later. Thank you. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Thanks.